Welcome to The Spark Effect, the most famous podcast you haven't heard of. I am your host, Wendy Durrell, bringing you stories, advice, support, and the most fascinating guests on the planet. I believe it just takes a spark to change a life. Let's do this thing. Hello, 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 everyone. Happy Friday, if it is Friday for you. If you're listening to this on a different day, happy whatever day it is for you. Have you ever been firewalking? I recently attended an event and there was a firewalker there and I immediately wanted to get her on the show. I have had firewalking on my list for a long time now of things that I want to experience at some point. And you'll hear in our conversation, I was surprised to learn that not every firewalking event is like a rave <laughs> or like this big like concert thing with like pumping music and, and you know, getting all fired up. I'd seen clips on the internet. And so I had this picture in my head and it never occurred to me that it could be different and, and it could be more somber. It can be more joyful. It could be more, um, more ceremonial than other ones. And I think what surprised me the most was to realize that it could be healing in some way and if you know me you know that I have uh, a few tattoos at this point tattoos for me they they're very special and meaningful and they're they're not the same thing as fire walking but as far as like um, jolting the senses and taking you out of your your normal everyday life they are and they have provided some sort of healing for me so I'm really excited to bring this guest to you today. Dana Vicelli was so nice to agree to come on The Spark Effect, and I had such a great chat with her. So let's get to it. Dana, welcome to The Spark Effect. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited too. So for all of you listeners, Dana and I met in Boston. We, we uh, attended an event a mentor was running, and it was this, this room full of the most amazing entrepreneur influence um, mentor women I have ever met. And as I was like mingling with everyone, I, I, I gravitated towards Dana. <laughs> and, um, and as she was, as, as we were talking, she said that she had done firewalking and I was like, Whoa, I have like a million questions. <laughs> and, uh, and so I hit, I invited her on the show today to talk about it. But before we get into that, tell us about you and then tell us about what you do. Okay, thank you so much for uh, giving me the space to come on here and talk about this powerful work. And I too was so gravitated towards your energy and um, you made it so approachable. You know, when you go to these, these events, you just never know what you're walking into. So it was so refreshing to just be able to have a conversation and be able to just open up. So thank you for that space and thank you for the space of being here today. So what do I do? Well, I, I call myself a transformational life coach and I offer firewalking as one of my tools um, into stepping into this, this really deep sacred work. We can talk about the story behind that, but that's just a tiny piece of um, you know my life's journey and my own healing and what sort of activated and sparked me into this, this deeper aspect of, of uh, this work. It's, it really stemmed from a background that was, this was quite difficult. It was really, you know, walking through over a thousand doorways of trying to find what worked for me and what would work for my healing. And then when I found this firewalking piece, it just rocked my world in a whole 
um, new way that I've never, ever experienced before. So that's just a tiny snippet of, of like, a, a, you know, a really summarized version of what I do. Right. Because it was probably years and years of your life until you found this thing. Yes, it was years and years. It's, it was it's certainly a very long, um, twisty, windy journey. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and, um, you know, fire walking is not some, you know, it, it's sort of, well, I don't know what the stigma is behind it, but when I saw it, there was something that activated me so deep within. It was sort of like this um, compulsive <laughs> sense of like what is possible if I could sign myself up for this, what could come out of it? It really gave me a chance to merge in to my fear. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. There's really few things out there that allow you to actually meet your fear. We talk a lot about being fearless and like sort of fighting with the fear. And I feel like fear becomes a sort of battleground. And uh, we come out with the swords and we're like, let's just take this on. And, you know, it's, it's a rare occasion that you have to be able to walk beside your fear and allow it to pop up. And, and literally the fear does not go anywhere. There has to become something um, so powerful in you that wants to change or wants to bring in something that that tipping point has to just be 1% greater than the fear it would take to walk those coals. I can't agree more. I think that, and I, I think that you'll agree with this, the, the very best things in my life have come when I have walked alongside fear and done it anyway, did the damn thing. Yeah. Tell, tell us about your first experience firewalking. Okay. So let me try to track back. I've been firewalking for well over 10 years and I should probably just talk about what, what initially brought me there. That would, and that will give you sort of like, um, the feeling behind what, what sparked from there. So, um, I had been on a, a really long journey of healing some major traumatic events in my life. And, you know, when you, when you've gone through like, you know, catastrophic childhood trauma, and there have been a lot of disempowering things that have happened throughout one's life. For me, that landed in a place of being very disempowered. So I would give my power away. I would, um, I wasn't standing in, in my truth. I was really sort of really molded in in my roles of life. So I became really fixated on my role as a mom and I went all in with that, um, my role as a, as a wife and went all in with that. But then when my son started to um, grow up and not need so much of my mothering, it was like, holy, um, holy shit, like what, what's left of me? And, and so I noticed that I had this pattern that kept coming up and that was sabotage and that was giving my power away. And so when I saw firewalking, something ignited in me so strong. It was like, why do I want to do this? I, I should mention I was in a motorcycle accident when I was 17 and I had burned the back of my leg and I had third degree burns, oh severe third degree burns on the back of my leg. So I had such an innate fear of being burned and yet fire walking sparked something so deep within me. I was like, it was like a magnet and I had to attend. And, and so I did. And 
I remember the way that this particular workshop is held is, is really a ceremony. So it's not, I've also been to Anthony Robbins events where you're like kind of, you're pumped up and you're walking through fire in a different energy. This was mm-hmm. done very, very ceremonial. And there, it was a very long workshop. It's like four hours of building up the energy to get yourself to, to be able to do this. And so as you can imagine with my past history of, of disempower, disempowerment, being burned, knowing what that feels like, and then being willing to step on those coals. And those coals, I mean, they're hot. You you help create that fire. There's nothing that, um, that, that fire is hot and you feel it radiating from, you know, you know how it feels like when you're standing, um, near a bonfire, you can feel the heat radiating and and it's like the more it does that, the more I'm thinking, do I really want to do this? Well, yeah, I'm sure that it it spiked adrenaline and and it it caused not just like physical, but a lot of emotional shit to start happening. Holy, Wendy, it is a full body experience. When I tell you, I mean, there have been things that I have done that have met me on like, okay, I guess I I don't want to like fast forward to that, but I will tell you that it's a full body experience. You have to be on board on all levels and you have to, you have to trust yourself. And so that was my, that was what first brought me to wanting to do this was like, I really knew that I needed to work on empowering myself. I really knew that I needed to just started to trust my, my own self and my own innate wisdom. And I thought, well, how, how much, you know, how much more trust could I give myself than being able to take that first step on those coals? And let me tell you, it was nothing. I, I like, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. And this is 10 years ago. I've walked over 500 times since and um, now teach it. And that forever changed the, you know, there, there are times in life where you go through these crossroads. That was a crossroad. And I'm so grateful I took that first step because it changed me. It changed me on a level that I, um, it's hard to articulate, but it was a full body experience that met me mentally. It meant it met me spiritually, and it met me in my body. I could actually feel it. That was another thing that you know from past trauma. I didn't. I feel like I kind of half ass lived in my body. I was sort of, um, I don't know. I sort of like disengaged, and I wasn't. I wasn't engaged in, in fully living, going through the motions each day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, yeah. So like just being able to trust myself to take those steps and to get to the other side. And then it was, it changed my life. And I feel like when you set a marker like that, um, that sends such a powerful message to the universe that um, your life can't help but to change from that. You know, I do believe in sort of practical magic. I say that's, that was a movie a long time ago, but you know, adding these practical areas of your life to invoke healing and bring healing in and then also then trusting that it's met with divine guidance and and so I stand wholeheartedly behind that but that was a long answer to no no <laughs> it was very beautiful question I do have a question mm-hmm. so you take that that first step mm-hmm. onto the onto the coals and then you know sure <laughs> immediately after that your second step but what was what was surprising to you about the experience what was something that you didn't consider going in and you're like wow that, that was not what I expected. I didn't expect that I, I wouldn't get burnt and I didn't get burnt. Uh, there's certainly a risk, of course. You're putting yourself in, in, a, in a risky situation. I mean, you're building a fire you're, and um, there's, there's always that element of um, 
of risk, but I also was super surprised that I actually, I was surprised that I didn't like sort of bail out uh, that tr- like I had to trust myself enough to be able to make it to the other side. And I also had a habitual pattern of running, running away. I was exhausted from running so much. And, um, I, when, when I made that first step, I, I had to commit to to get to the other side. There was no bailing. So I was really surprised. Yeah. It really sounds like you, like it was, it was a complete life shift and an up level. Absolutely. Yes. How do you use the fire walking in your work? I use the fire walking in my work to disrupt the patterns of habitual behavior that keep people stuck. So there, you know, we talk about mindset a lot and I'm, I'm certified in all kinds of things because like I told you, I, I, I've walked through so many doorways to try to find what works for me and everybody has their thing that, you know, works for them. It was really difficult for me to try to find something that met me on a level that my body could feel like, so I do the mindset work and that's beautiful. And, and that, and that sort of, um, initiates one healing aspect of my life, but I needed something that, and I wanted to teach something that people could feel in their body and they would not forget. And so that's how I, that's how I have come to like step into the leadership role of this work is when I thought about what's worked for me and I was a tough case, I mean, very stubborn. I was very stubborn in my mindset patterns, very stubborn in my behavior. And I needed something that I could um, create such an impact and experience in, in the body that you're just not going to forget that. It's just, it's just going to, it's going to disrupt that pattern right there, right now. And you get to feel it immediately. Yeah. I love that. It's like a, a jolt. In, in, in like the, the linear thinking that most of us have. Because if you're doing something that, that, that's that intense, along with fear, it kind of puts you in a completely different headspace and probably allows a lot of things to be expelled and a lot of things to come in. Absolutely. And I love that you use the word intense because, you know, I sort of think of like for a long time, I, um, I went, I, like I was... Mm, very masculine in this, in the way I was trying to heal my, my, myself. I was like, I'm going to get this shit done. I had more of the warrior, like, let's get it done. Dukes up, swords out, whatever it takes. If it takes fire, if it takes whatever it takes, I, I wanted to feel better. And, um, I also saw such an unbalance in that approach that I have to say as much of, um, it takes for that sort of like, you've got to meet yourself in that masculine role. There's something to be said. And, and I want to enhance that I bring play into this workshop. Like so much can happen with humor and play and dance. And, and so like in order for me um, to have it work, it needs to meet people on, on different levels. It can't just be, uh, you know, it definitely can't be ego driven because there's something really um, there's something really important about trusting your innate wisdom to get you through and to make a sustainable change. I mean, cause anybody can do anything really quick and you know, that feeling behind something that you're doing very quick and fast, but it's, 
it's really important that it's sustainable for me. And I want people to have that sort of um, integration. I bet we could talk about this for like the next several hours, but I love that you're talking about balance because there, there is something that, that a lot of women do and they go at it in a very like dominant and you, you use their ma- the word masculine and it's perfect masculine way. And it wasn't until I would say my, my mid thirties that I realized I love being a woman. Mm. <laughs> I love the feminine. I love the play. I love the dance. I love that. And, and I of course totally do the dominant shit too, but there has to be balance in order to make change. So I, I, I love that you said that. What is the, 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 I don't want to say worst, but what's the hardest part of your job? Okay. Twofold. Um, one is the hardest part of my job is, is sort of trying to ex- when you're selling a product, it's it, people see the result right away. You're buying something off of a shelf, and you're, <laughs> you're you're getting it, and you're bringing it home, and you're using it. But I'm sort of selling the the innate feeling of trust and breaking through limiting beliefs, and and I'm sort of you know trying to sell something that requires something so trusting in yourself to show up to this. I find that to be really challenging to be able to, to convey sometimes like you can't pick it up off of a shelf and be like, okay, I'm going to buy this, take it home. And this is the result. The result is actually you saying yes and showing up. So that's yeah. the hardest part is to get people to show up. Yeah, I imagine so. Cause it's a, um, and it's a very intimate result too. So it is. yeah, no, that makes sense. What is next for you and what are you currently doing? Mm. What's next is I've, I've decided to put myself on the online platform, which has been super interesting. Uh, and it's brought up some more areas of where, you know, I need to practice and keep stepping through those colds in a more symbolic way. And so putting myself out there on the online platform and being able to do um, some of this transformational healing uh, work worldwide, you know, that's where I'm at. And uh, adding my services to retreats that are already um crafted and me, you know, you can hire me to, to come in and um, do this piece, the fire walking. I also do arrow breaking, which is a whole nother discussion. It's a part of the fire walking ceremony, but it's, it's all about growth and expansion for me right now. And um, also okay, stepping- I, I already know that all of my listeners are going to be like, wait, what's arrow breaking? <laughs> okay. Okay. So I, I feel like I just kind of leaked out the best kept secret of the Oh no. Oh, no, it's okay. It's we okay. can keep it a secret. Okay. Everybody pretend you didn't hear that. No, because when you say it, it's like one of those things that like when you try to articulate what happens, it's like it doesn't give it justice. But no, basically, I get it. It's Fight Club, everyone. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> more, I'm going to supply you guys with information to get in touch with Dana, her website, everything. And then you can find out about the secret that I totally busted earlier. I love it. I love it so much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that may be a piece that needs a little bit more conversation around it than me just trying to give a, a brief summary, but you, you use the arrow as a very intentional tool to break through a particular um, fear. And it is one of the more powerful things that I offer as well. So I love it. Is there anything <laughs> that I should have asked you that I haven't yet? I don't think so. I feel... I feel complete and excited to uh, to share this message, and I'm so grateful for this opportunity to have been able to um, talk about it. Thank you. Yeah, no, D- Dana, thank you for joining the Spark Effect. I will make sure that everybody has your links in the show notes and a way to get in touch with you. And I hope to have you on the show again. Thank you so much. 
Another huge thank you to Dana for coming and visiting me on the Spark Effect. I had such a good time chatting with you. And I, I know that we're going to end up seeing each other again at another event. And firewalking is so totally on my to-do list now. I have been... I've been trying to record this outro now for about an hour. And even with the window shut, there's so much New York City noise happening. So if you hear traffic or yelling or a bird screeching or any of the above, just know that it, that I really did try to make this as good as I could. Um, I will be back next week. If you are a longtime listener of The Spark Effect, you know this already. The Spark Effect is always for free, but if it's worth a few dollars to you head on over to our patreon page and join the spark effect crew i hope everyone has had an awesome week and has a really if you're if you're listening to this on the weekend has a really relaxing good weekend i need to take some um some time away from technology. I've been staring at screens too much this week, so that's what I'm gonna be doing. Uh, Hit me in my inbox, let me know how you're doing, and I will catch you all next week. Love you, bye.